Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid, Ruben. I'm the mom, Dawn. Uh, and last week we were given the theme, bad movie, great soundtrack. Yes. I hate that I came up with this. It was a good, no, it was a good theme. I liked it. No, you didn't come up with it. Who came up with it? A grandma came up with this. Yes. For, we, yes. It was a great, it's a great idea. It was a great idea. But we, yeah. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> so, and first of all, hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. You explain the show. I explain the show every week. Okay. So basically the show is we have a theme. Um, and this one is bad movies, great soundtrack. Ruben picks a movie for me to watch. I pick a movie for him to watch. So I get to go first this time, right? Yeah. I'm first. Okay. So Ruben picked for me <laughs> Phantom Menace. What is that? It's a Star Wars movie. Well, you got to say Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Okay. But I was going to... I'm talking. Okay. So Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace. First of all, I do need to apologize because last week when you told me the movie... Well, do you remember what I said? Oh, yeah. You said that you loved Hayden Christensen. Yeah. He, he's not in it. <laughs> he's not in this one. He's not in it. So I was wrong. But, um, okay, so let's talk about Phantom Menace for a little bit. Not very long. Let's talk about Phantom Menace. Let's talk about Phantom Menace. So it came out in, came out in 1999. You were nine. Your brother was seven. We took you to the theater. Um, let's see. It stars... Who does it star? It stars that little boy, Jake Lloyd, is his name. You knew his name? Yeah, a little mop-ahead boy. I looked it up. Oh. I cheated. I remember IMDb. That's all the website. Yeah. Um, Jake Lloyd, Kira Knightley. Sort of. Sort she, of. She went uncredited, but that's Kira Knightley. Right. Um, the girl. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. It also Liam Neeson. Hello, and. Ewan McGregor, who I'm not, I'm not actually, I know you guys listening couldn't see my face when I said Ewan because I scrunched it you up. You make an, you, you say ew, yeah, like, but, like you're disgusted. But I, no, I just don't want to say, Ewan. is it Ewan? Ewan. I don't think you, that's how you say it. But you don't have to go, Ewan, like you're making fun of him, like no, you're I'm in not fourth to, grade. No, no, I'm not. It's Ewan, get away from Ewan, everybody. No, I'm not trying to do that, I just wanted to, I was trying to say it right, so I was trying to remember, anyway. He stars in it. Um, and does he? He does. Well, yeah, he's in it. It's so Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to talk super long about the story. Yes, you are. No, I'm not because I have other stuff to talk about, um, about this movie. Okay, so first of all, um, let me think I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So this, the story is there's a little boy and... Starts before we see the little boy. Okay, but the, the blah blah blah, the bunches of <laughs> fighters and really bad puppetry and yeah. So the, really, the main story I think is about Anakin. It's also about the queen and how they're losing their world and all this other stuff. But then it's Anakin, and Anakin is this cute little boy with this little mop head hair, and he's a pod racer and more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. Okay, but wait. No, I'm still talking. Okay. Okay. So that's basically the story. And then there's... <laughs> that, that's basically, basically it. There's Anakin. He's a pod racer. And, and he's cute. His little mop head. Um, but there's lots of other little weird stuff to talk about. So actually, um, I'm not a you, note taker. I am not a note taker. You took a lot of notes. But I have week. weird notes. It's not like storyline notes. It's weird stuff. Okay. So um, I have one, two, three... <laughs> Four, five, 
six, six. I have six pages of notes on this little tiny notebook. Um, but I, you could tell I was getting bored because my writing actually got bigger yeah. as the pages went on. It got really big. And a lot messier. And a lot messier because I just didn't care anymore. It was long. It was so long that we had to do it in two shifts because I was falling asleep. A quarter through the movie, you literally looked at me and said, is it almost over? Well, I was kidding because I knew it was. Mm. Uh, I was hoping it was over. Yeah. And we I about, did try to get you to buy me popcorn, but you wouldn't. You tried to get me to buy you popcorn, and you also tried to convince me that you didn't have to watch the second half because you knew what happened because you'd seen it before. Right, in 1999. Because yeah. I remember everything that happened in 1999. Exactly. No, I don't. Okay, so just um, just a couple of, of notes here. Let me see. I'm trying to kind of think. Oh, so granted, this is 1999. Things have changed since now. But even the in the bit, wait, how does how does a Star Wars movie In start? the beginning? No, that's a Bible, <laughs> sorry. Um uh, it's a long time ago. In I don't the even galaxy re- far. I don't far. even remember if that's how episode one starts. Yeah, I think it's that the same way. It's the same thing. With the the letters, and it yeah. just looked cheesy to me. Um, I also found the graphics in general really artificial looking. Ugh, and like, horrible. Yeah. And I mean, granted, that was a long time ago, but still. Now, Mom, we've gone five minutes, okay. and we're talking about Star Wars Episode One. Okay. And you've not mentioned a very specific character. You've Wait. talked about... Oh, are you going to get there? I got it here. I was just going to talk about it, and you interrupted okay, me. Okay, we'll talk about him then. Okay, so I was just going to say, the graphics are really bad. Jar Jar Binks, which I don't get. I don't feel like he was... <laughs> He really wasn't even, it was just like the comic relief, but it was just more. Mom, he steps in poop. I know, but. That's, that's Well, so I even funny. have this written down. I'm like, fart jokes? <laughs> I, it just, I, maybe he was brought in to keep the little kiddos entertained, but I found him just, ew, annoying. He was like that little person you can't get rid of, and he just keeps bugging you and bugging you and bugging you. But didn't he remind you of the comic relief in the original Star Wars trilogy? I didn't realize that there was... Comic- there isn't. Oh, okay. Don't it's, yell it, at your mother. <laughs> Did you just hear that? He yelled at his mother. No. It's going to be a police report or something. No, but the whole thing of Jar Jar Binks as being the comedic relief for children... Which wasn't necessary. It wasn't incredibly necessary. Incredibly unnecessary. Yeah, and it was weird. So, um, But that's what I was going to say. Jar Jar Binks, weird. The whole, why does... It, I don't understand, and we don't need to get into some <laughs> crazy, what does this mean, because I don't care... He didn't need to speak that way. He didn't need to look <laughs> what, that way. What way, Mom? Just that weird. It was weird. It was just weird. It didn't, we don't need to continue that. Um, it just was weird. Um, it was so fake and artificial. Like, Liam Neeson is totally looking way over him. It just it was bad. Um, let me think. Um, okay, the best part of this whole movie, the very best part of this whole movie, is that Fozzie Bear is Yoda. <laughs> That's the best. Yes, that is the it, best part of this. What movie. about when Anakin said, "Now this is pod racing." Well, no, I'm, I have a couple more things to say about Anakin, but um, no, it just was funny because I even leaned over. Yeah, and you said, were like, I, I wrote a note here in my. It's like, is Yoda Frank Oz? You totally can hear Fozzie Bear. Well, I mean, Yoda and Yoda. So originally, when they were doing Empire, because obviously Empire was made first, right? George Lucas reached out to Jim Henson and was like, "Hey, I want you." to do the character of Yoda. And Jim Henson was like, I, I can't, you know, I've got a whole lot of other stuff. But Frank can. Frank can totally do Yoda. Got so, it. But the problem is, Yoda's very, very close to Fozzie, so I expect a pie or a waka, waka, waka. The, it's Grover. It's it's not just mm, close to Fozzie. Mm, I can see Grover. that. I didn't even, I didn't even yeah. think about, I didn't even if, think if about you, that. If 
I, after this, I'll, we'll show you a video just no, you're right. of Grover talking and then Yoda. It's the same voice, just yeah, different. It, yeah. So, um, and let me see. Okay, and then the first time that Darth Maul came on, I, I said to Ruben, is that Kiefer Sutherland? Totally looked like Kiefer Sutherland. It wasn't Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland, but it totally looked like him. Just how, that little flashy Kiefer how Sutherland. How does a black face with red makeup look like Kiefer Sutherland? I don't know. It was just the eyes that looked but like you, Kiefer you, Sutherland. You said it, and I was like, that that does look like Kiefer Sutherland. Just, it was like a quick little flash. My apprentice, flash, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, okay, let me see. And then these little, I kept calling them the vacuum robots. These little pointy-headed guys, and they're supposed to be so scary, but, I mean, one little, and they were going to fall over. They were not very scary to me. Um, they were dumb. They the, were dumb. The, the stormtroopers. The stormtroopers in the original are cool, and they're, I mean. Well, they look like they're going to hurt you. These, seriously, you could get a magnet, and then, <laughs> I, I'm something. It was just not good. Okay, I didn't understand why Queen Amidala had to duck like this. She ducked like a robot. I don't understand it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give her royalty sound. I, I just don't, I just didn't understand it. I also thought it was really funny. Okay, spoiler alert. Anakin becomes Darth Vader. And I said this to you. Um, when we were watching, we were trying so hard not to talk to each other. Yeah, but it cause... just was so long. It just got, I started getting really weird at the end of it. But um, here, they're calling him Annie. His mom calls him Annie, and, and the queen calls him Annie, and I'm thinking, they're calling Darth Vader Annie? No wonder he became Darth Vader. Well, hello. So I just, I don't know. It, it, it you know, I we'll talk about that. But, okay, so the theme was bad movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great soundtrack. Yes. Okay, I have to disagree with you on this one because if I would say great soundtrack i wouldn't have picked this one i've it doesn't fit in our theme but i would think the original star wars great soundtrack because you've never heard it before okay this to me was not like oh now it, it just me and, and I mean, see, because i'm not really in yeah yeah and the thing is and i pointed it out to you too when it comes on that scene where it's darth maul versus qui-gon versus Obi-Wan, yes. where they all take their clothes off to fight. Yeah, it was funny. I said to everybody, oh, apparently you have to take your robe off before you fight with your lightsaber, because they literally all did. It was like, here comes the big rush of music, and then everybody goes with their clothes. It's like, hey. Not naked, but just their uh, robes. Well, that would have been even more dangerous. Well, yeah. And then, and wait, and what did I say about Darth Maul? Why you, does... Yeah, you, you just asked me, how come he gets a double-sided one? Like, it was like, like they well, all, like, yeah, enrolled they... for school, and he did a special check. Well, it just was weird, because he was the bad guy, and he had this big double, and then the other guys are like, we're the heroes, but we only have one. Okay, so they have this whole blah, blah, blah lore as to why he has two. Do you want to know why he has two? No. I mean, yes, sorry. Because, <laughs> man, that is an easy tour to sell. Oh, well, then there you go. I can go. sell one lightsaber or a big one for, for more twice money. For money, yeah. yeah okay, it's just... so it was a marketing thing, maybe. Everything about um, this movie is a marketing thing. Jar Jar Binks, a marketing move. Those right. little droids, they don't take as much plastic to make toys. You can make 17 different ones because this one's got a green shoulder. This one's got a red shoulder. Yeah. So the movie w- was boring. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It just was really really boring. I remember when we took you guys to see it. At one point, your dad and I looked at each other and kind of went, because it just, it was like two hours or an hour and a half of our life. We'll never get back. It was a waste. Um, Do you think they could have made 
like, okay, l- let's say that this movie doesn't exist and episode okay. two is episode one. Would the, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Would the quote unquote prequels be better? Like, did this movie even not need to exist? Like, could they no, just no. have skipped it? Yeah, they could have just, they should have just Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, well, Return of the Jedi, boom. I mean, that's, that's everybody's, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they didn't need to do, I you know, for whatever. Could, do you, but I mean, do you think they could have done these successfully? Like with a, I mean, even if they did a completely different story, like it still follows Anakin. I mean, there's, Anakin. Always, there's always a possibility, but they didn't do it this time. Well, it's because, oh, is Oh, oh, we have a special guest. It's George Lucas. George Lucas is here. Oh, yeah. No, I just, no. George no, Lucas is not Yeah, here. no, my movie is great, and uh, I just wanted to do this amazing marketing. Uh, Don, how come you hate my movie? Uh, donate your don't, movie and don't, you're not here. Don't you want to see Anakin as a little boy? No. Don't okay. you want to see him use the Force and be a pod racer? No. Don't you want to see a fart joke in Star Wars? Yeah, because I don't work with four-year-olds all day long and don't hear about <laughs> farts and underwear. So, yeah, that's when I come home from my job. That's really what I want to hear. So, okay. So, yeah. Back to the original thing. So, music didn't really... I mean, some even... Okay. even it, well, wait. Even, like, instrumental soundtracks. Some are just so amazing that they give you tingles or they grab you or whatever. It just it was Star Wars music, but it didn't really do. Duel of Fates for me. when they're they're doing that fight. That song is called Duel of Fates. I didn't give you tingles. That's such like an epic like ba 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 ba. That song. I didn't give you anything. Ah, I love that song. Okay, yeah, no, it didn't. But that's okay because we have different tastes. And so, all right. So this one, our rating system is buy it, rent yeah. it, throw it in the trash. Okay. okay. For this one, I say. Buy it and okay. give it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like, hey, here. Here, I gave you this gift. Look at what I'm giving you. It's junk. So White elephant gift it. Yeah, like, exactly. This That's is something what I mean. you buy yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. th- this movie is a really funny white elephant gift. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, oh man, I can't wait to get this white elephant gift party. Oh, what did I get? I brought a popcorn maker and I opened Star Wars Episode One. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, okay, so, yeah. Okay, so, so, so here's, here's what I want to do. Okay. Because I agree with you, this movie is horrible. Right. I have a list of character names okay. who may or may not appear in this movie. Okay. I want you to tell me if they're in this movie. Okay. Okay, first one. Okay. Yaddle. Is there a Yaddle in this film? Uh, no. No, uh, yes, there is. Yaddle is the Jedi Master that looks like Yoda but is a girl and is never explained ever. I didn't she even is, see her. She is in that circle oh, of Yoda. It looks like Yoda's sitting in a baby chair. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said to you. I'm like, it looks like he's sitting in a little baby carrier. So yeah, no, no. Okay, okay is, uh, two more, and that's two it. Two more. I don't want is to talk about some more. Yes, you do. Is no, there I don't. a Lando Calrissian in this yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't know if he was in this movie. Was it Samuel L. Jackson? No, that's but, Mace Windu. Oh, yeah. But Lando Curzian is, in the Star Wars movies, I know who he is. He's hey, Billy D. Williams. Yes, he yes, is. But I don't know. Is he in this he's movie? He's not in this movie. Okay, no. So, no, he's not in this movie. Okay, last one. Boss Nass. Yes, he is in this movie. And he was your favorite character. All right, next, uh, we're going to take a break, and then we'll get back. Boss Nass was your favorite. Just agree. I don't know who he was. Remember, he was the big, like... Oh, you something taking a bone. Oh, bongo. yeah, he looked like a big chubby frog. No, he wasn't my favorite. I thought he looked weird. Who was your favorite? All their little puppet faces were just weird because, sorry. Well, he wasn't a... puppet. He was all CG. I mean, he was I... clearly CG. Oh, I know, but some of them, like the aliens right at the beginning where they were talking, it it wasn't even close to Jedi maybe... Knights? 
We must dispatch yeah. the Joydekas. But so the words were all coming out, but their mouths were moving like a half an inch. It's do like we, there's now, no do way. Now, do you think how they sounded and their voices not matching meant something? It just meant that I was distracted <laughs> yeah. and not paying attention now. Fair point. Yeah. People so. online have noticed that they sound like a very specific ethnicity that has movies that their mouths don't match up either. Oh, yeah, no. Yes. I didn't even take it that far. I just went, ooh, they're ugly. So All right. There you go. Well, uh, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back. Uh, Mom's favorite character is Watto. And no. Mom made me watch Great Balls of Fire, which, oh, boy, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about that. Ugh. watch great balls of fire which is a movie i didn't even know existed uh and it fits into bad movie great soundtrack too well like uh, it, yeah super well like ugh. um so it starts wait don't you need to say when did it who stars in it Who's okay who in stars it in who, it who, what's it about okay well I, i'll i trust me i have six pages on what's it about yeah but um, so who's, st- so it's, it's from 1989. I don't sound like that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. It stars Dennis Quaid, Winona Ryder. Okay, they also are like, it stars Alec Baldwin. He's in like 10 minutes of this movie. I know, but. He is barely in this, I mean, they, he, there are characters in this movie more than he is, and he is one of the top three build in this movie. Well, yeah, because he but, was a big name. But he. I know. Also, I did card. not realize, like I made the joke. When well, I didn't make a joke, but I was like, "Is mom gonna make me watch Beetlejuice?" Last episode, Alec Baldwin and I said I referenced Alec Baldwin in 1989. Winona Ryder's in Beetlejuice too. That's right. Uh, and it's funny in Beetlejuice, she doesn't want to marry an adult. Uh, in this one, she's all about it. Okay, so let's um, start talking about this movie. So, who is what is this? Who is this who movie is, about? A gross old pervert. It's about Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes. Who is a musician who is most popularly known for, I'm sure, other stuff too, but to me, Great Balls of Fire. Uh-huh. That's right. Um, uh, my first note, Mom makes me watch another sex dance movie because it started, <laughs> uh, and it was the same. Okay, here's the thing. I mean, I guess I just never thought of it like this, but, like, when, like, I was in high school and, like, going to, like, school dances and the music's like, oh, girl, ooh, 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 like, and kids are like slamming up against each other. I was like, that's just what they do to this kind of music. But in this movie and in Dirty Dancing, I was informed that that's what they do to anything that plays. Yeah. If you're young and you just want to slam into somebody, it doesn't matter what's playing. Right. Um, yes. And that's weird. Uh, at one point, the little boy, Jimmy Swaggart, is that his name? Jimmy, the cousin? Yes, who was a famous... Yeah, yeah, um... yeah I'll get there, I'll get there, I'll oh, get there. sorry. Uh, he, he's like, oh, we gotta leave here, Jerry Lee, cause this is the devil's music. And Jerry Lee just kind of looks at him and goes, yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, Dennis Quaid does not look like Dennis Quaid to me. And he looks, he looks like Benedict Cumberbatch, which is super trippy to me. Cause he first kind of shows up and I'm like, if they made a quote unquote, another like Jerry Lee Lewis biopic. 
Benedict Cumberbatch would be a pretty good Jerry Lee Lewis. Well, he's got the same, yeah, because Dennis Quaid is sporting, is sporting the blonde. It's very blonde. Yeah, he doesn't look like Dennis Quaid to me. No, he's very He's very blonde, thin. And he's I, very thin. And Dennis and... Quaid is not a chubby guy, but to me, he's always normally built. Right. But he's super thin in this yeah. movie. And he's got a perm. Yeah. And he's doing a crazy thing with his face. Um, they, the thing that I feel like, well, one of the things I feel like really hurts this movie is every biopic ever that is about somebody from this time period I'm just trying to be better than Elvis. I feel like that's such a common cliche. Right. Of like, I mean, and even though, yes, that's what they were doing. Right. It's just like, okay, yeah, you're trying to be the next Elvis. You're trying to be better than Elvis. And, I mean, that was a, a running thing in this movie. He's trying to be the next king. Even though, look, oh, Elvis is off to war. Now it's Jerry Lewis's time to shine or whatever. Um, Winona Ryder is 13. She shows up, and he he's already flirting with her, and then she's like, I'm 13, and I went, okay, I want this to be over now, because I know what's going to happen, and it was gross, and I didn't like it. Um, it, it. It has horrible pacing. Right. Like, it just, it starts, and he's like, and then the, he, like, goes to record, but then they make it seem like he didn't record, because the record company guy wasn't there, and so then, but then they're, like, having conversation at dinner, and... Winona Ryder references that it's four years later, and so, like, um, it's just weird, because, like, it's not four, I mean, it just, there was no pacing, it didn't seem it like weird. it was four days later. Right. And it was just kind of, like, it, it just, it didn't feel like anything, had, any time had passed or any of that, and so, um, with that, uh... Yeah, he just kind of becomes this weird fame. Like he's gone somewhere else, and he's kind of famous overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like really stoked to hear himself on the radio, so he becomes a horrible driver. Like I don't get what they're implying. Like he's like, "Whoa, I'm a crazy." He's not drunk or anything. Like right. He's like, "Oh, I'm crazy. I'm I'm driving through the drive-through and I'm speeding past a cop, and the cop hits his ice cream on his face." And it's just so, like, weird and strange that, like, it, they just don't explain. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand why. Um, and so then Alec Baldwin is boring. Yep. Like, and I think Jerry he's supposed Lee, to be boring. Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis starts to get famous. Alec Baldwin becomes boring. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis is watching himself as he plays the piano to kind of, like, establish that stage presence. Right. Uh, which I liked. You you kept saying, oh, he makes this weird face thing. He does this weird thing with his face. I liked it because it kind of like it it explains why he does that. He wants to have a stage presence. He wants to be somebody and he wants to like not just be, oh, I just look like everybody else or I do what everybody else does. He's becoming his own thing. And he, he does this a lot and they reference it, but they uh, they don't do anything with it is he – stands up he'll kick the mm -hmm. uh the thing out from under him and he, piano bench yeah anytime he he's like shown playing piano he does it at least once right but it's like i thought that was kind of a cool like thing to include uh he is a creep i think i've written he's a creep like 40 times yeah his hair is bad like it just it looks uh really bad uh there's not much swearing in this movie which is something you normally notice right there's something i Something that I didn't that I noticed that stuck out like a sore thumb to me in this movie. There's very little to no swearing, and there's no drug use. No. 
I can tell you right now, this guy did a lot of drugs, probably. Oh, see, I don't know anything about that. But just because of the time and whatever else, like, all these other biopics are showing them all doing drugs. But, like, That's true. It, it was very safe, but then the it, it was weird. They played it safe, but the main plot of this movie is him marrying a 13-year-old. Well, but, yeah. You're right. But and that's it's just weird cuz that's to play it safe and not show swearing and not show this but that to for that to be the main plot almost felt it just felt weird like then that's why I think what made it so bad. Um so he's discussing okay. This is one of the the funniest parts is at one point uh he's like trying to be the new Elvis or whatever and his song is blowing up. Well, it cuts to this guy and this girl in a bed uh and the guy is Elvis. And Jerry Lee Lewis is just on TV. So, like, Elvis, like, but, and then, and the girl that's with Elvis gets up and starts dancing, like, on the bed. So, what they're implying is that, like, when Elvis is like, hey, it's me, Elvis, like, what's up, pretty girl? Do you want to watch my competition on TV? Like, that's. Yeah, it was. It, it was, yeah. That, it, that was why I wanted to wa- you to watch the movie because it was, I was so excited when it came out in 1989 because I've always been a huge fan of Jerry Lee Lewis's music. I love it. I grew up listening to it. Okay, I didn't, but... Yeah, you grew up listening. You, I mean, you. well, you were alive before he was. No, because it was, like, in the 50s, so I was born in the late 60s, smarty he, pants. He's 85. Well, and I'm 51. Yeah. So many... Plus 34? Yeah, no, I'm 51. But, so I was excited about this movie, and I was so so sad to see this movie because it almost to me and i'll let you get back to your notes they kind of it's like they made fun of it and and they didn't treat it i don't know it was just so like goofy and kind I'm, of I'm playful li- i'm and, literally and about find, to, to okay, go into go that I just, well, no, no, i'm agreeing so but just sad. i wrote i wrote his character is benedict cumberbatch doing a harry carey slash kramer impression Exactly. Like, there are times where he sounds like Will Ferrell's Harry Carey, where he's like, hey! And he's, like, shaking his head. And, yeah, and, and, and I've I'm seen... sure that's how he was. No, because no. I've... Well, when he sings and stuff, but when I see him talk, he never was... He just seems normal. Yeah, and I just... I think it could have been so much better if Dennis Quaid didn't have to do that weird stuff. Uh, there's three pages of me writing. He's, that's her cousin. Uh, she's 15. Gross, gross, 13. gross. Or 13, Yeah. Uh, he watches movies like I do. At one point, him and the cousin are watching a movie, uh-huh. and he's just making jokes the whole time. And yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'm maybe yeah." Um, he has a he's a horn dog. He is gross. Uh, like I mean, I literally just keep writing that. Dennis Quaid is not good at lip syncing at all. Well, not definitely not in this movie. No, not even a little bit. And because it, it doesn't even look like it's the same. It doesn't even look like it's the same person because. Dennis Quaid's sounding does not sound like how they're... I mean, it's actually Jerry Lee Lewis singing. Yeah, and you can tell it's a total different... I mean, there's absolutely... It's not like, hmm, I wonder if that's Dennis Quaid singing. No, no it's clearly not. No, not. Yeah. Because they even... What sucks is they... A lot of times now when they do a singing thing and maybe it is a different person singing, the person singing mimics what the actor is doing so the voices actually match what's going on. Right. There are points in this movie where he is jumping up and down and his mouth is going away from the mic and back to the mic in a way and it doesn't change in volume. Right. Like, it's the same exact volume yeah, of singing. Um, yeah, just... Ugh, it's, it's, a, it's bad. Um, he said I love you to a child. Weird. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Chuck Berry is there for a second. He says nothing. Oh, I don't remember that part, yeah, but that's so, okay. Yeah, well, so it's the whole part where he lights the piano on fire. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, And yeah. he's like, I want to go after Chuck Berry. And Chuck Berry's like, it's in my contract, dude. Like, actually, Chuck Berry has no lines. The other, his agent or whatever is like, it's in his contract. He goes last. So uh, Jerry Lee Lewis just puts on the greatest show ever that's almost impossible to follow by lighting a piano on fire while singing Great Balls of Fire. Um, I also, oh, uh, cops show up because too much fun. Like the crowds like singing and dancing. Nobody's doing anything wrong. And all of a sudden like the cops bust in the back and they're like, oh, we're 60s cops. Waka, waka, waka. Like, right, I think even 50s, but yeah. You know, it's the same right. thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He lit the piano. Okay, would that even work if he lit the piano on fire? Because he lights on fire and proceeds to play it. So I know when I had seen, wouldn't it burn and then he wouldn't be able to play because it's But wouldn't the, the strings break? Start popping. Yeah, I would think like, so. nothing changed in tune. Right. And, and that was just one of those things where that scene, that whole scene, felt so lip-synced because nothing changes in tune. Right. He still, he doesn't sound tired. He right. doesn't sound like he's screaming. Like, it just sounds like they took a recording of Jerry Lee Lewis singing Great Balls of Fire and... Put to, and which put is it exactly over. what they did. That's which, exactly yeah, what they did. It just, there's no, there's no hurt in it. I mean, there's hurt in it because it's a guy singing a song he wrote, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, uh, follow that killer. Uh, he sleeps with some lady and she cuts part of his hair off. Yeah. And then she, that, I guess that's just a thing. Like, yeah. then she that's leaves. Like his, that's like, like, ooh, I got part of him, which is just icky. It's weird. Uh, an adult rolls up to a school singing a song they wrote and all the kids love it. And they're just like, haha, this is the best. It's like, no, that's weird. Cause he's like specifically dancing with Myra. Yeah. Uh huh. And, and they're all like, haha, this isn't weird. Like, this is a normal thing to do. Again, I wrote, she's a kid. Uh, and then I remembered one of the names at the very beginning of, like, the writers are inspired by the book, right, is her. Myra does not look, I mean, Jerry Lewis looks gross during this whole movie, but she doesn't look much better. No, like, she doesn't. She does not, I mean, they did not paint her in a good light either. No. But she, like, usually when it's like, Oh, this is a movie. This is a biopic based on somebody, and it's written by somebody else. Their mom. Well, the mom is gonna look amazing in that movie, and their that character is gonna look like they love their mom, and that they're a really good person down underneath, and blah blah. blah. Like there was a, there was a documentary about Kurt Cobain, and Courtney Love funded it. Of course, Courtney Love looked amazing in that documentary because she helped fund it. Whereas, and it was one of those things where I was like, why does she? She was like, yeah, I can look horrible. Like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it really and truly isn't flattering for either of them. And I found out that even though he contributed music to this movie, Jerry Lee Lewis hates this movie. Yes, he did. I do. Re I remember that in 1989. Um, so I just wanted to say really quick, um, when I was looking at my phone, Renona Ryder was 18 when she made this movie. He was 30. Okay. But that's what, just what I, cause you kept saying she's 13. I didn't think she looked 13. No. So I just wanted, that's and what he, I was looking at. So he was she's 18. supposed to be 13. Right, and he, she was really 18. And he's supposed to be in his early 20s. Uh-huh, and he was 33. And he looks old. And she yeah. looks, nobody looks like they're... Right, exactly. But they probably couldn't use a um, real 13-year-old. They get, well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, the dinner scene where, like, they're supposed to, like, they're trying to, like, you tell the family, no, you tell the family we're married. That's supposed to be funny. It is the most unfunny scene. It's, like, awkward. It's gross. Excuse me. It's not funny. Uh, and then in the next shot, they're like making out in the hallway. 
that's a child. Like, nothing that happens with them sexually is funny because that's a child. Right. Like, he's a little bit younger than me, supposed to be, and she is more than 10 years younger than that. Yeah. Like, um, this marriage is weird. Nobody wants it to happen except him. Like, even she's, like, weird about it. Like, and that's the thing. she's 13 because it was, like, a play thing. Kind of, yeah. and then and then play house, and then she got kind of done with it. She's done. Um, he wrote, "She's thirteen again." Yeah, I wrote, "She's thirteen again." Um, why was this okay? She's thirteen. Um, well, it wasn't okay, but then I well, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was. Doesn't the mom kind of okay with it? The okay, I really thought there was gonna be more with the mom. I thought like he was gonna get with the mom or something because it just the mom is in it, but like just. She's just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. Money's awesome. Right. Um, he hates Elvis. Yeah. Which is so weird to me. Well, because it was a competition. He was all about being... But what about that million-dollar quartet thing? Isn't it him, Elvis, Johnny Cash, and Pilking per- per- Carl Perkins? I don't think it's Elvis. Yeah, it's Elvis. Can I look it up? Yeah, look it up. Because you know why I know that? Because I looked at a picture of it earlier. Huh. And, and I'd always thought that they were in competition. But, like, yeah, it's weird because I honestly, like, before, I mean, I'd never seen this movie. I thought they were friends. No, I don't And think I thought well, everybody was friends. according to this movie, they weren't. Yeah, because in the Johnny Cash one, is it Walk the Line? Is that the Johnny Cash one with Walking yes. Phoenix? Him and Elvis are friends. And I don't remember if Jerry Lee Lewis okay. is in that movie. So here, um, I've got this on my yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. It says... Million Dollar Quartet, in quotes, is a recording of an impromptu jam session involving Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, and Johnny Cash, made on December 4th, 1956, at the Sun Record Studios in Memphis, Tennessee, because they were all yeah, Sun yeah, Records from at that Sun time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, again, you know, it was kind of a biopic, but I think they kind of made up a bunch of it. I really do. It, yeah. I mean, did he actually marry his 13-year-old cousin? Yes. Yes. But, but all the lot... rest of it, I think, was... Yeah. A lot of it was, like, it seemed very... Because if it's written by her, well, she's not in half of it. Right. Um. They... Uh, there's a sex scene. Yeah. And it is gross. Mm-hmm. And it is clearly the first time she has ever boinked. Well, she's 13. Yes. But, like, he's like, where'd you learn to move like that? And she's like... She's like, your music. And he's like, nope, you move too good for a virgin. And then he just leaves, and she's like crying. Yeah. And then he goes and he plays music at Sun Records. And Elvis shows up, and he's like, take it, it's yours. And then Jerry Lee Lewis goes home, and they boink. Like, I I was like, what what does that mean? What does take it, it's yours mean? Like, there's no... Yeah. There's no relationship between him and Elvis. No. But they act like we've been watching them interact for an hour and a half. But we, Jerry Lee Lewis just seemed super jealous of Elvis. That's all. That's in and the then, movie. That's how he's portrayed. Uh, England does not like that Jerry Lee Lewis is married to a thirteen-year-old. Well, no. Um, oh, and so they do this trip, and she's like, "I want to go. I want to go." And he's like, "No, maybe you shouldn't." And everyone else is like, "You shouldn't go." Or no, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone else is like, no, 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 trust us. This is a bad idea. And he's like, no, I'm Jerry Lee Lewis. I'm the best. And they're like, all right, idiot. And so he goes, she goes on the trip and just the second she's like, yeah, I'm his wife. <laughs> Everything. There's people complaining. He gets screamed at. Um, somebody throws a carriage on stage when he's performing. I thought that was pretty funny. Because the whole thing is like, 
if that happened the day before, what that means is somebody was like, I have these tickets to Jerry Lee Lewis's concert. Uh, he is a cl- he's a gross. He's gross. He's married to a child. Uh, do you want to go and just put like a carriage up on stage? Like that'd be funny, right? Yeah. Where should we get a carriage? I don't know. You want to go to like Costco buy a carriage? Like like they had to have been like the whole, the whole thought process is like, hey, I was gonna go enjoy this concert, but instead of enjoying it, do you just want to go heckle this dude because he's like gross? Like, all right. Um, uh, okay, and then he becomes an alcoholic. Like so, they go home and nobody likes him anymore. And he becomes shake, when they all shake yeah, their finger yeah, at him. Yeah, that they're whole all, scene of like everybody just shaking everybody, their finger at him. Everybody previously that's like he's driving past and they're like yeah, and they're like jamming, and now they're just shaking his finger or like doing that like shame on you finger swipe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but again, bad movie. Um, really yeah. bad. He hits his wife. Yes. He's cheating on his wife, and then and I was like, if this is gonna play anything like any other biopic, his quote-unquote character is going to get redeemed and then they're in the church and i'm like okay here's the redemption part to his character and he just doesn't care so he leaves yep and then they like try and end it on a happy and oh and his wife is like oh my gosh i'm so horrible i need i she literally has a come to jesus moment and he's like nah this isn't for me and she chases out after him he's like i love you i'm in this with you um and then the next shot is like them with a baby and it's like they gave birth to a son it's like okay yeah. So, like, did they get happy or, like, did things get better? No, because she was his third wife out of seven. Yes. Um, it was not good. No. Like, it was, like, you took that hard. Um, I mean, you you took the cake on that because the soundtrack was great. Uh, hello, all those it's... amazing songs. I love those songs. Now, I'm going to say something and you're not going to agree with it, and that's okay. fine. All his music sounds the same. Yeah. It's all the like it's the same thing every time. Yeah, but it's still wonderful. It's good. He's gross. Yeah, and he was yucky. Yeah, it was. I sent you a picture of what he looks like now. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, oh boy, is he old. So okay, so give it the rating. Buy it. Rent it. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Yeah. That was and here's the thing. That, like, some movies are so bad they're fun to watch with people uh-huh. that I would not want to watch that with anyone else. Right. Like, that was just a bad movie. It wasn't f- fun bad. It wasn't like, this would be fun to make fun of. No. She's 13, and there are scenes going on that it's just uncomfortable to watch because I know that that's not really a 13-year-old, and I know that they're both consenting adults, and this is a movie, and they're actors. It... If you're making a biopic about somebody, even if they were horrible, but you're trying to paint them in a positive light, that's what this movie did wrong, is it tried to paint him in a positive light, but used a very, very horrible, like, era of his life to do that. But could a different director and a different writer have made it a better movie? If they didn't, if they picked a different time in his life, or if they didn't try and paint him in a positive light, it's pick one or the other. I don't think you could paint him at this point in his life in a positive light. Because, so here's the thing, and this is what I read, too, when I was looking at him. He's considered the first, quote-unquote, like, party, like, okay. rock and roll. He, I mean, he really is that, like, the first, like, rock and roller. Like, obviously, he's not the first person to play rock and roll. But to live that, quote-unquote, yeah, that he's very much life, that yeah. rock and roll lifestyle. And he's the first person to really do that. Okay, that is a great thing to show, and I think that's a real, that that is interesting. Right. The pedophile stuff, man! 
much. Right. Like, that's... Yeah. Nobody's going to... Nobody's going to say... Like, when you watch a movie, you want to feel for the main character. You are going to lose everyone the second he's like, Hey, what up, 13-year-old? And spoiler alert, that's the first 10 seconds of the movie. Like, right. And she, she's his cousin, which is kind of even spookier, yeah. They're like second cousins or first cousins. It's still, it's still weird. It's weird. Um, yeah, but no, instantly throw it in the trash. I just, I wanted it to be a little bit good. Like, I it's was like, not... maybe there's going to be some sort of redeeming. None of, <sighs> the... Dennis Quaid does a great job playing a dumb character. There you go. I like, like that. Like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. acting is something I can't really dog. Because the acting was pretty good. Dennis Quaid was great. Uh, the thing is, I hated all the characters because you're supposed to. You're just... I just... I was like, okay, Winona Ryder needs to get out of this relationship. I liked her parents. Um, Stephen, Tobla- Stephen Toblowski's in this movie for more yes. than, like, ten seconds, which is how long he's normally in movies. And he was, like, a supporting character. That shows you how this movie is. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's good. Say goodbye to Great Balls of Fire. I will I will never watch that again. Like, I can guarantee I will never watch that movie again. Well, there you go. Oh, no. What? Well, we, we had previously talked about doing a redemption. So, we previously talked about maybe on, like, episode 20 or 25 being a redemption episode where you have to pick a movie that uh, the other person previously gave a throw-it-in-the-trash rating and they have to watch it again. Yes, but I vetoed that because I thought that was a stupid idea. Because if be you fun. if you don't like it, you don't like it, and that's so. If you make me do that, you're watching Great Balls of Fire again. Oh no! So we're not doing that theme. All right. Well, we actually uh, we got a couple emails this week, which is cool. So we'll we'll talk. We got a couple things uh, to wrap up with, but we're going to talk about these emails first. Uh, first email. Uh, let me load it up. It says, uh, "My suggestion for a show is musicals, just so I can hear Ruben sing, since he did such a great job this week with the Star Wars theme." <laughs> Mom really liked that email. Mom was like, "You got to make sure you read this email." And that's that's from of... Don. Mom, not you, but another Don. Mom made. Mom was like, "You need to read." Mom like made sure. Well, she was like, "Make sure you read that email about you singing." And all week she was like, "Make sure you sing this week because people want to hear it." And I'm like, "No, you don't get it, Mom. Like, it's funny because it was bad." Right. Well, I know I was teasing you too, but no, I get excited too that some people are actually emailing us. Yeah. So thank you for those people that are emailing us. You know, it's family and friends, but we appreciate that people are actually yeah. listening to us. And so. we actually like at this point now, um, that so musicals actually we're gonna do a spin on it. We're we're gonna figure it out, but that's probably gonna be not this upcoming week, but next in two week. Weeks, yeah, we're in two do weeks. A we actually have gotten a couple texts and emails that at this point we pretty much have the next four weeks. Yeah. Kind of laid out, which is great for us because it's not like oh we got to pick a theme before. Wednesday night and blah blah blah. Spoiler: That's when we record. Yeah, we record on Wednesday. But like, it's it's kind of nice to just be like, okay, here's the movie we get. Boom. Um, a second email. This one is titled "Greatest Show in the Entire Universe." Uh, hello, Kid Ruben and Mom Don. I love your show. It's so much fun to hear you guys have fun talking about goofy movies you enjoy or don't enjoy so much. A couple of themes that popped into my brain while listening to this last episode was worst movie from your favorite actor or weirdest mashups done right or wrong. Uh, for example, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, or two different genres such as comedy horror and weird movies that I just don't understand. Uh, thank you again for making such a f- such a fun show to listen to. That's from your second biggest fan, and then in parentheses, biggest fan right after Grandma. 
That's actually from my girlfriend, uh, Alicia. Yay! So, yay! Thanks, Alicia. Yeah, uh, I really liked those themes. They were all really good. Uh, so, I like yeah, doing I like doing the mashup kind of themes because mm-hmm. those are fun. I mean, we talked about uh, Splat Stick with what did I make you watch? Scream. Scream. Yeah. And so we talked about doing something like that. Uh, I also like the kind of mashup idea of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies or Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, something like that. So that's that's also on our list. Um, uh, we got one more. We actually got one text that I could find that was a, a suggestion text. If you know us, please, I'd love to get uh, texts from you or, or anything. Um, uh, just listen to the latest podcast today. As always, Dawn is the best, and I think it would be Woo-hoo! fun for you to do an episode where you both watch the original and a remake of a movie. Uh, and that's from my friend Kelsey. And she said that she actually got that idea from when you kept telling me not to watch the remake of Psycho. Well, yeah, because it's bad. Right. But I do but think that it would, that would be, be fun yeah, to watch the original. Yeah, it's a great idea. Like I said, keep those great ideas coming because our brains are kind of... Because, I, I mean, I can think of like tons of movies where maybe the, the remake isn't good or maybe even the, the original isn't good. Right, and, and the, the remake, remake is better. much better. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, um, and then, so one last thing, we do have a Patreon. We do. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? If you want to send us an email, we yes. talked about these emails. If you want to send us an email, uh, we do have an email. It's show at gmail.com. show at gmail.com. Send us an email with a suggestion. doesn't even have to be a suggestion. Maybe it was something you liked about this episode or you didn't like just no, don't say anything you don't like and if it's you don't like say it about Ruben because you'll hurt my feelings don't hurt mom's feelings you you won't hurt my feelings I'm just yeah, kidding I mean don't say that well yeah don't try that would be rude <laughs> um yeah and then oh and we have a Facebook page don't we we do have a Facebook page Woo-hoo! I started up a Facebook page for us it is just kid tested mother approved yay um yeah we have Go a Facebook like us on our Facebook page like us on our Facebook page I think I'm gonna start uploading pictures of our notes to the Facebook page that would just be fun. Yeah, <laughs> mom looked down at her notes and was like, "You, you don't not... want pictures of my notes." But so. it, I mean, it's fun because you might see stuff that we didn't talk about on the show, or you might see kind of other stuff, all that kind of good stuff. Um, we also we have a Patreon. We do. Um, we just wanted to give a little shout out to our Patreon, Donna and Dave from Minnesota, and their dog Peanut. And um, they just wanted us to talk a little bit about. For those of you in California, you probably don't know this. There is a no-kill animal shelter in Reed Spring, Missouri. So the dogs and cats, and they can live there forever. They're never... Well, not forever. Till they pass away. Yeah, or whatever, till they get... The, the ultimate goal is to get them homes. So um, it's a great, it's a great um, organization. It's try with the little minus sign, lakeshumanesoc.org. O-R-G. And I'll definitely be putting a link to that Thank in you. the description. Excellent. Because uh, that's going to be a little bit longer to try and write right, right, down right. in here or yeah. whatever. So, well, so I'll definitely be putting a link to that in the description of this episode down at the bottom. Perfect. And then also, um, just wanted to mention really quick, you even if you're in California, they have totally different dogs there. I was interested to look at the website. Here we have a lot of pit bulls. We have a lot of chihuahuas. There are no chihuahuas on their website. They have big dogs you can have them sent here another thing if you'd like to have an animal a dog or a cat but you can't really have one or you already have some there's a program called guardian angels where you can sponsor an animal for $25 a month and you'll get a little picture and a little story so just go to the website click on uh, guardian angel and get some more information about that if you're interested the animals could you really use the support and we'd appreciate that 
Um, and then they also suggested our theme. Yeah, they give us they give us the theme for the next episode. They actually donated some. Uh, and like I said on that Patreon, there are levels of where you get to choose an episode. Uh, I believe it's 25 as you choose an episode, so you choose what mom watches, you choose what Ruben watches. They actually just wanted to pick a theme, and they still wanted us to choose. Right. Um, which, hey, that works for us. Uh, and the theme we were given is silent movies. Which I'm kind of excited about, I, this, because this is, I don't know yeah. anything about silent films, this, really. This is going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting one, because I think we both were kind of like... And it, uh, yeah, we were both kind of lost, but at the same time, we both were like, hey, don't give me Chaplin. Right. Like, like... I wanted to try something maybe I had never seen before. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think, did you go first last week? I'm saying when I... We, no, I went first. You went first. So, you can go first this week with what I'm going to watch. Okay. So, you... I got it from Amazon Prime. You are going to watch a 1927 film called Linda. Linda? Linda. And I'm going to look it up really quick on my Amazon Prime. So, basically, it is the story of a young woman who loves a young man but is then forced to marry an older man. So it just, like, you know what? I was trying to pick one because we kind of go with that theme that ones we like and we make the other person watch it. So I was trying to go with something that I would want to watch. I actually did download it, so I am going to watch it just because I want to see it. I don't cool. I don't know anything about silent films. So this will be a fun – this is a fun one for us because we're yeah. really newbies on this yeah, one. Yeah, this is definitely going to be one where I think we're both going to watch both movies. I think we should. Because we don't really – I mean – it, it's definitely just going to be different than, like, this isn't... I mean, this episode was just, ha-ha, I made you watch something bad. <laughs> but Sorry. the last episode was, hey, I made you watch something good. Right. This is like, hey, let's learn about silent movies. Um, and so what I gave you, Mom, is actually... Uh, it's from 1928. Oh, wow, we're very close, because yeah. mine's 27. I noticed that. We were, like, super close. Uh, and it is a silent horror film. Oh, thank you. Is it... It's not... It's not... And it's funny, the only reason... That it is described as a horror film okay. is because of the main character's physical appearance. Okay. It is called The Man Who Laughs. Now, if you look up the, if you just Google The Man Who Laughs, okay. you'll notice a very specific picture of this main character. Okay. And he looks very reminiscent of another character that is now huge in pop culture. He's He is one of the images that inspired Batman's The Joker. Oh, so it's so that's why I was kind of interested in this one because I was like, oh, this will be cool because we can talk about Batman and blah blah blah. Um, are you looking it up right now? I am. I just wanted to see for chance if it was on Amazon Prime, but I don't see it. That's I mean, fine. It, I'll find it. Yeah, we'll, we'll find it somewhere. So excellent. Okay, so it's called The Man Who Laughs. Yes. And what am I watching? Linda. Linda. All right. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> give it a try and. Um, yeah, and then next week we'll you know we'll have it. our next theme and then etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.